so uh, you've changed yeah, your so mind about Wonder Woman. Yeah, I've totally changed my mind about Wonder Woman. So here's what happened, bro. I'm sitting in my home theater as it is zero degrees outside, as you are well, well aware. And my son says, hey, Dad, we need to watch Wonder Woman. And I'm like, hey, haven't seen it since it was initially released. I watched it two or three times back then. We start watching this movie. It's about halfway through the movie, and it hits me like a ton of bricks, right smack dab in the face. Piano dropped on me, everything, right? And I had this moment of clarity that I did not have when I watched Wonder Woman 1984 a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. Here's the clarity. Here it is. Wonder Woman is too good of a movie. It's it's too good of a movie that the sequel could never be as good as it, or is it too good of a movie that the hype was too much? No, both, both. Okay. Here, here. So so let me yeah so let's put it into perspective okay you have DC and you know they made Man of Steel Batman v Superman Justice League Aquaman all this stuff kicking right Wonder Woman is better than anything DC has put out ever the story is phenomenal the writing is just some of the best in 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 I mean in anything I mean this is like here. Here's the realization. Wonder Woman was like Batman Begins, okay? Wonder Woman was like Batman Begins. I'm telling you. You need to go back and yeah. watch no, it. No, Batman, Batman Begins is my favorite of the trilogy, actually. Yeah. Um, no. So you're saying they skipped straight from Batman Begins to The Dark Knight Rises? I'm saying they went Batman Begins to Batman and Robin. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah, though. Yeah, no, that's... That, that's the problem with Wonder Woman 1984. And it's not even that it's a bad movie, but Wonder Woman is that good of a movie that you see Wonder Woman 1984 and you're like, oh, what, what, what? Yeah, what? yeah, and that's and that's the thing is like, it's kind of hard to, um, it's kind of hard to bring somebody back from the dead, um, especially in the way they chose to do it, that you were so invested in in the first one, and then you know all of a sudden you know, you've had that moment where you're like, okay, he's dead. And it's supposed to teach her some kind of lesson, but I mean, it just comes off really like not in that way in the second yeah. one. So yeah. just wait till the audience gets a load of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that being said, welcome to extreme Close Up. Okay. Extreme Close Up. What we are dealing with here is a perfect engine, an eating machine. It's really a miracle of evolution. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What's so funny? I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. First, let's drink. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! So welcome back to another exact. Yeah, we are dancing. We are here. We are back. You know, I've had what two weeks now. Somebody else is set in my seat, and those episodes have rocked out. I have been so impressed, Dennis. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that um, we have a we have a fun group of people that can uh, fill in whenever uh, you know the the regular stuff of life just kind of uh, takes over, and um, I know, I know, like. You know, I, we never, we never think that, you know, anybody's, uh, any lesser than because they can't make it or anything like that. Cause there's definitely been times there's been whole months where we couldn't make it. And so it's, it's kind of one of those things where like, I'm just so happy that, you know, during our times of need, several people have come through to, to fill in the gaps and, um, just totally they, knocked it they, out of the park. They have, I mean, I, I was listening to WandaVision, the WandaVision episode. And I was typing my letter of resignation to you, Dennis. <laughs> I, I mean, it was that it was that good of an episode. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I was really happy with last week's uh, episode, and um, yeah, Rebecca did a great job. And like I told her, I mean, she's always welcome to come on and talk about. She's she's really knowledgeable about like Marvel stuff. So yeah. Um, so so Rebecca, um, I don't know you. 
have no idea who you are. Don't know if you're a long-time listener. Don't know if you have one of our T-shirts. If you don't, we'll try to get you one Do we? whenever they uh, come <laughs> whenever, out. Whenever they come so out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there's you, there's you a, a, a teaser trailer. Uh, but anyway, so let's let's get to it, man. Yeah, what do they drop? Well, I was gonna say, yeah, today. yeah. I was gonna say, which one do you want to talk about first? I, I, <laughs> I think I think we should talk about this the the one you're about to talk about. <laughs> I, you know, so they dropped this trailer on us. Yeah, uh, in a weird aspect ratio, they dropped this trailer on us. Um, I know that there, there's so much there. It, it was like I don't know if they were trying to to drop love on us or drop hate on us. I'm I'm trying to it, figure it, it was out. A, it was a sweet Valentine's Day gift from our buddies Zack Snyder. Um, oh. I think I think I've I've sort of I haven't done any research into why they dropped it and like it's not a four three uh, aspect ratio. It's a little bit wider than that. Um, yeah, I think they dropped it for like um if you're watching it on facebook or youtube and Mm -hmm. don't want to turn your screen to the side um but mainly what i think is is uh zach snyder's huge he's the huge like the biggest user of um there was that instagram rival called vero that came out and i think he was a part of the creation Mm -hmm. maybe or he just hopped on board super you know like on board moment it dropped on the app store. So I wonder mm-hmm. if he put it in that aspect ratio to drop it for the Vero users that follow. I mean, Vero is basically now just like, what's Zack Snyder up to? <laughs> yeah, well, from, from what I could tell, it looks like Zack Snyder went open mat with this one anyway. So, I mean, I don't know if that had to do with the um, IMAX release. Are they going to eventually do an IMAX release like in the post-COVID world? I mean, we're getting the HBO Max uh, four-hour movie. Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that they give us that Blu-ray release, but yeah, it was it was weird. And you're right. I mean, is that the reason why? Or are they showing us something different? Well, is yeah, and and I'm interested, uh, like you said, if there will be a Blu-ray type thing to this, only because this is this is one of the movies that is dropping on HBO Max through that Warner Brothers agreement. That is not. Mm-hmm. It was never intended, at least as far as I knew, it was never intended to be dropped in theaters. It was only specifically for HBO Max. And the only thing mm-hmm. they were really deciding was, is it going to be one long thing or is it going to be chopped up into a mini series? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if we'll get a we'll get a Blu-ray on this one. Uh, possibly, uh, it, it, I wouldn't. I guess depending on what happens when I watch the movie and how I feel about it, um, it will be whether I desire a a um, a, a 4K Blu-ray release because I'm I'm not a completionist. I, I have all the. Uh, yeah. I have all the DC movies on 4K Blu-ray, but if this one's a stinker, then I'm not going to buy it. Well, so so I I felt a few different things after watching this trailer. Right, the first thing I was uh, I thought is uh, my original intent was to sit down and watch the Justice League cut that we have that was the original release, and uh, after watching the trailer, I decided not to do that. I want to see this cut first, and then I then I intend to go back and watch the original cut. Yeah, after the fact, I, I might do. I might watch it before just so I can remember like what's all going on in that one. Um, I, I've only seen it once, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember not caring for it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, this is going to be the last uh, that we see of um, Cyborg as played by this actor. I don't remember. I think it's like Ray some Ray. I forget his name. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember his name, but, but so, uh, what this trailer reminded me of is it reminded me of seeing the, the justice league trailer originally. Um, it, it had a very, the tone of the trailer felt very much towards the story that I thought I was going to see when I saw the original trailer drop for, uh, the original justice league movie. And then I think that that was one of the things that really turned me off to the, uh, even though I thought it was okay for a choppy story, uh, I remember going to see um, the movie and and watching it thinking, uh, it doesn't make sense compared to the trailer that I saw. So I, so I think that for me, my initial gut check reaction on this trailer was, okay, this almost felt like I'm watching like the fourth or the fifth trailer of the original trailers that came out for the original movie. Yeah, and, and the the crazy thing is they had this big like heel turn um, when Batman v Superman came out and um, mm-hmm. 
they, I don't know what they decided to do. Uh, and, and this, this affected both justice league and the original suicide squad movie where they started off like very dark Mm-hmm. And then, like, slowly over time got more, like, funny and uh, lighthearted. Like, I mean, if you look at the um, – there's a comparison, a, a really fun comparison, uh, specifically for the Suicide Squad movie, that the first trailer, if you look at the logo, and then you – you like, the fourth final trailer, you look at the logo, and it's totally mm-hmm. different, like – the, the first one's like kind of brown and grungy and then the last one's like it's got pinks and greens and yellows and different fun little logos around it and and it's like they totally decided to do this heel turn and I could see why people would be upset uh, some of the some of the Justice League one had to do with the the change out of Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon um, you know, uh, I think back then Zack Snyder had some sort of family um, issue that he had to, that one of his, uh, was it his wife or his daughter that died? I, I can't remember. I, I, I want to say it was his daughter, but I, I can't remember. Yeah. And so, and so he left the production. Um, mm-hmm. And there, there was rumors that he had already been like kind of on the way out. And so I, I don't know exactly what, I don't, I don't want to dive into that, but um I don't know. I still feel weird about this movie, even based on this current trailer. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And I'm sort of thinking about it like existentially compared to the universe. I feel like this is, um, now that I've seen it, I feel like this is kind of going to not, they're, they're releasing this in a way that they're going to say, okay, this is not the definitive Justice League. This is um, like, we're using all the same actors, but don't worry. None of this is going to affect anything that is going on. Like I, I have a feeling that in the next wonder woman movie, it looks like in this movie, um, what's the name of the, the city that they all live in all the Amazonians. I, I can't remember what it, what it is, but in the movie, it looks like yeah, there's going to with an L. I I can't remember the name. Of yeah. They're, um, in this movie, it looks like it's going to be destroyed, and I have a feeling that like yeah. that's going to have no bearing or effect on, um, you know, the any movies going forward. Um, so I feel like it, it, previously, when they first came out, that this was actually a real thing that was actually happening. I was concerned about what the implications were for the DC extended universe, and mm. now I'm more like, okay, this is kind of a one-off, like, you know, like comics, but we're using the same characters and the same actors because we already had it all shot. And, um, you know, this is going to be meaningless in comparison. This may be your Justice League, but just know it has no bearing on future movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got so many mixed emotions about it. But so, oh, uh, you know... Go ahead. I, I was going to, I don't know if I, I, I can't remember what I just said. I, I know like it kind of like brain farted yeah, out of my been, mind. That's been really good for you. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I don't remember if I said what I think, like, I, I think I said, I know, I, I don't know what to think about this movie, but I do want to reiterate from the trailer. I still think it's going to be bad. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. So I, it depends on what footage that, uh, that that they were able to save and what he's went back with. A- a- and I say that from the standpoint of, you know, Zack Snyder was heavily evol- involved in the original Wonder Woman movie. Right. And, and, and I stand by some of the things that you and I have talked about um, before we've recorded this podcast. And, and that is... I really, it really sunk in how great of a story and the writing, the action scenes, uh, and, and everything uh, it was for Wonder Woman. So you got to think about it. You got Batman v Superman. You've got Wonder Woman. All of this was being worked on at the time of the original filming and the groundwork that was being laid for uh, Justice League. And the studio involvement, from my understanding, was not as as much so as it was when he stepped out of that project, right? Right. So so if if we have the majority of the footage that he had worked on and the reshoots that he goes back with actually hold true to the original tone and where we saw this DC universe going originally, 
I think that it can be a great movie, right? Yeah, and, yeah. No, and not I only that, but I think that it can open the door for what could be more great movies. But therein lies my problem is, is this going to be the classic bait and switch where the studio finally gives the fans what they wanted originally, and then they're like, okay, so there it is. So now fans, stop talking about this the Zack Snyder cut. Leave us alone about it, and let us go on and create this other DC universe that we were working on. And if they do that, just the, the massive amounts of disappointment that I'm going to feel with what they've done because it's like I've I finally gotten over it, I guess. And so it's like just pulling those scabs and pouring salt on those wounds if that's where we're going. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like I, I 100% feel like that's what's happening right now. Um, it's too it's too late. There's, there's too many movies that have come after the Justice League that one either build upon what happened in the Justice League or – happened before the justice league or, or uh, there's, there's too many things going on that, um, now I just, um, I just feel like there, this is going to be your one-off justice league. This is going to be your Zack Snyder thing because it's possible that they could say, okay, well now like, you know, here you go, Zack Snyder or Zack Snyder has creative control of this like branch off, um, you know, different universe of, you know, DC comics movies, but mm -hmm. then you're still making like two separate, you're, you're basically competing against yourself at that moment. And that's not, I don't think that's what Warner brothers wants is to have two competing franchises where they know that there are very, um, very ardent Zack Snyder fans that will go see similar movies based on similar characters and then not go see the other movies that are not Zack Snyder, uh, that, that Zack Snyder's not at the helm of that are also based on these other uh, characters that are played by the same people and they're the same characters. You know, I, I don't know. You know, before before the world of COVID-19, I probably would have agreed with you. Uh, I think post-COVID-19, though, I think that once the theaters are open, there's going to be such a, such a hunger for people to be able to have that, that big theater experience. And then not only that, but they love these characters, and they've they've went for more than a year now with bad movies coming out. You know, we've talked about this in the past, that I think when it comes to the money, people are going to go see all the movies. They don't care. Yeah, but at, at the same time, like, I, I just feel like you're going to have to choose, and, and people are going to, there's going to be a clear choice. I don't think, I, I guess I disagree with you on that point. Like, I think there's a clear choice that people are going to choose, and it's going to probably you know, split it around like 50, 40. And there may be 10% of people that actually go and watch both of them. And I, I just feel like it's DC comics is already, um, I don't know if they've pulled themselves like out of any form of like financial trouble that they were having. But the last time I heard like DC was kind of having trouble like uh, financially. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I, but I, I but I'm, I guess, you know, and, and I guess time will tell, right? And if, if, if you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, but, but I guess here's where I'm looking at it from. I'm looking at it as a father who has a, a kid that's going to be nine years old. And I, I've watched what the pandemic has done to him. And I see a kid that as soon as he can go places with his friends and do things with his friends, he's going to want to do that every second that he's got. And I see a lot of parents who have has has went through this pandemic kind of like what we have. And they're between their teenagers and their younger kids they're, they're I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't think it's going to be about like for you and me as, as movie fans. I don't think that these financial decisions are going to be based solely on who the director is and what's the better movie. I think it's going to be based on. Let's get out. Let's go out. Let's do things. Let's have fun. And so I think that when it comes to making money, I think both franchises are, are this divisive franchise that, 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 that Warner Brothers could create. Both could make money, man. And when it comes to money, when the studios have been down and they've been crushed by all this, 
I just think it makes financial sense if they're serious about trying to figure out how to increase their revenues. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing is um, a lot of a lot of uh, I think a lot of studios are risk adverse, and that's why you don't see as many like um, you know independent movies um, that are funded by you know Warner Brothers. And mm-hmm. so uh, my my big worry is is like which two things will happen yeah this these will become successful like you said you know both franchises if they decide to do that will become successful and then um, you know you're gonna have double the saturation of superhero movies on the market which I personally don't think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, long because term, I, I, I think the more the more safer you can make it for, you know, movie companies to, you know, just do a certain amount of things, then, um, you know, uh, eventually you're just going to end up with only those things, only a certain amount of things you can do. And then just no new ideas, no unique ideas, no independent ideas, except from like A24 and Annapurna and and those kind of companies, mm-hmm. and and it's all it's all based on money, like you said. I mean, yeah, it, it there is a possibility that this could be very successful, but then there's also a possibility that they could spend twice the money making two films and only garner the same amount of revenue that they would make from the one film. Yeah, or well, there's that, or there's the a thing, yeah. or there's a possibility that everybody could love the Zack Snyder film, and if they keep making ones that are not based on what happened in that Justice League movie that Zack Snyder made that people will drop off and stop watching the ones that, you know, they, that exist in that universe. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think one thing that DC decided to do that was smart after justice league is none of the movies after justice league have anything to do with justice league. Uh, Like uh, it's, it's not like Iron Man three where the central premise of him being having PTSD is based on what happened in Avengers. Right, Whereas right. there's no character that has had PTSD from, you know, what happened in justice league or somebody died in justice league and that now affects their life a certain way. And mm-hmm. so they've made these, um, they've made these decisions to where like everything is going to be like almost like its own movie now. Like, and I think that's a good thing where they kind of like step back and was like, okay, wait, you know, we can't, we can't make, you know, we can't be Avengers right now because we haven't built up to what Avengers is. You know, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, Iron Man had two movies. There was Captain America, there was Thor, there was a Hulk movie. You know, they, they had a bunch of stuff that like, you know, made these characters and introduce them even like Hawkeye he didn't have his own movie but he was introduced in Thor and you kind of get I got an idea of who he was and um and DC didn't do that at all except with like the email that the exposition email that showed you all their powers but um I don't know I I don't I don't know if I want you know and maybe it's not going to make a difference maybe you know you get back some Zack Snyder stuff and there's this big like continuing overarching or overarching story arc that's based on what happens in the events of the Snyder cut. And then you get these other movies. Like, I don't think the Batman movie is a part of the DCEU. Like, I don't think he's going to meet up with Jared Leto's Joker or anything like that. So I don't know. I don't know. It may, it may work out. It may not, you know, we'll see. I, I just, uh, I, I just don't see the viability of like, either two separate franchises or trying to build really anything on top of what Zack Snyder's justice league does, especially because seeing the trailer that I saw, I wasn't particularly impressed with what was going on in the trailer. Well, and let's, let's bring up something, uh, a character that you just brought up that uh, I was surprised to see at the very end of the trailer, we see Jared Leto's Joker emerge and uh but it but it wasn't the joker that we saw in the suicide squad it was the it was jared leto's joker but it was a very toned down um version and and i i was i was kind of confused by that yeah um i think that i don't know i don't know if zack snyder likes jared leto but like didn't like the exact interpretation of jared leto's joker 
which I don't think too many or, people really did. Right. Or is this is this the Joker that we're going to see in this new Suicide Squad? Because I read an article the other day that said that the studio has stepped back and has allowed the new Suicide Squad movie to be whatever it's going to be. Yeah, it well, it would be interesting because like in in Birds of Prey it's implied that Harley Quinn has destroyed the Joker. Like she blew up, you know, his whole thing with him inside. And that mm-hmm. was kind of a, a nod to say like Jared Leto's Joker is no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so I well, don't, I don't know if like um what well, well, well and here's the thing. So so Jared Leto's Joker I thought was so repulsive in the sense that I thought it just after seeing Heath Ledger's Joker, I, I felt like it was almost it was almost appalling to see just a, a, a careless reenactment of a beloved villain from a comic book universe, okay? And I I mean, for me it was so bad that I almost forgot that Jared Leto is such a great actor, right? Yeah, and yeah then, I mean I and then I saw I saw recently the performance that he did in um The Little Things with Denzel Washington and I kid you not, I didn't even know that that was Jared Leto. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't seen The Little Th- Things yet. I, I need to watch that movie. Well, but here's my point. That's how good of an actor he really is. So my point here is I'm not opposed to seeing him have a second shot at portraying the Joker. And and so it. I guess here's my question. I said all that, and that was a, a, a real long roundabout way to say this. But so has Zack Snyder given him a shot to basically redeem himself as this character yeah i think i think that might be what he is attempting to do um i don't know it seems to be working Uh, i mean people seem to like this new version of the joker um i don't know i i just like i i don't know if i'm just like i'm not even biased against Zack snyder either like i don't know i don't know what i what it is that i'm feeling about this movie and i maybe i'm just like trying to like make an excuse as to why I should like it uh, or trying to like convince myself to like it. I, I just, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me, I guess. And, and I'm not, I don't know. Even the Joker recreation thing just really, and like I watched the trailer today and I felt like nothing toward it, which is like, I, I mean, it, I guess, I don't know. It upsets me kind of that. I don't feel anything about it, but, um, I don't know. I, I just like, I, I like Marvel. I like DC. I'm not, and I'm, I'm one of those people that, you know, I, I enjoyed Batman V Superman. I was one of the, the lone Batman V Superman guys that was like, this is a good movie. I, I, Mm -hmm. I like it. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I, I just don't know why. I don't understand why this is so important and why, like, I, I don't know, to me, I, and I hate to get, like, I, I guess this isn't very political, but, like, I, it, to me, like, the whole Z- Zack Snyder cut thing seemed to me like those people that you would find driving um, in in the plaza in downtown Dallas that are trying to hand you, like, paperwork about, like, the assassination of JFK. Like, like they've unlocked the key, and, like... It would is Zach Snyder, the Snyder cut is almost as if the government came out and was like, "Yeah, we we actually did kill JFK, and here's how we did it." <laughs> wow, that's a lot to unpack, Dennis. Um, wow, I don't I don't even know where to go from there. Um, I, wow. Yeah, I, ha- <laughs> I don't know. Like that's that's I guess that's kind of wow. how I feel about it. Like. Uh, we're gonna have to see the movie. I mean, yeah, no, we, we no, I, it. we get to see it in March. You know, yeah, uh, I'm I'm excited to see it in March. Per, like, I per, I, I want to see it. Preferably, preferably you you and I see it together at my house. It, it would be ideal. Yeah, I I want to I want to do that, and and almost and, like and I feel like a, a live commentary might be in order, but like I don't know if that we can legally do that. That's the only thing. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, four hours. That's uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> that's a big. Yeah. That's a big boy. That's, that's, that's a that's a, that's a commitment. So, 
you know, Henry Cavill. I'm I'm excited about uh, about him. You know, I um, I am excited to see Henry Cavill back as Superman. That that is one thing that I did enjoy that he's going to be back and be shown like in a new light. So, yeah, I mean, I've got two pictures which you can see the audience. I, I can see them uh, of of him fully decked out as Superman behind me. Um, and what's so funny about this is you've seen my office before. I have a very professional office, and then I have two pi- two posters of, of him <laughs> yeah. behind me as Superman. <laughs> yeah. But th- that's how committed I am to him being the best Superman. Um, yeah, and no, and I, I truly am in agreement with character. that. Um, and I think I think he's, like, portrayed, you know, he's, in my opinion, all, all this, I've seen almost every interpretation of Superman, live action-wise. And I think that he's the best one. And I think that Ben Affleck is really maybe my favorite he's, interpretation of Batman. I'm really excited for Robert Pattinson. And I think he might become my favorite interpretation of Batman. But at, at the same time, like with what I have to go off of right now, Ben Affleck is still my, my favorite interpretation of Bruce Wayne and of, and of Batman. And uh, Gal, Gal Gadot is a great Wonder Woman. And, um, I'm not, I'm not super as like, you know, on board with like Jason Momoa as, as Aquaman. And it's just cause it's a little different, but it's fine. Like I liked the Aquaman movie. Um, but I don't know. And, and I think that even, um, I forget his name, the, uh, the guy that plays flash and then the guy that plays uh cyborg, I thought they were fine in, in justice league. Um, you know, uh, you just brought that that up. So, I I thought cyber cyborg that I I felt like the casting there was great. Uh, yeah, honestly, I, and the one th- I I thought that that was that was great. They did I he didn't have enough screen time. They didn't do enough with him. And that's um, that's the one thing that I really hope that comes out of the Justice League movie is is I do want to see yeah. more. And it looks like they are going to focus a little bit more on him. As they should, because he he has like he was created from one of the mother boxes, which is what they were trying yeah. to get the whole movie. So like I don't understand why now they didn't focus on that. Right now, when it comes to the Flash, I, I'll be honest. I feel like the Flash was a total miscast. I I did not connect with that that character at all. And this is coming from you know a kid I grew up. I don't know if you remember this or not. Well. I mean, I'm trying to remember how old I was whenever the TV series was going. Oh, on, it was man. uh, it was it came out in oh, 1990, man. I believe. So you were probably what, eight, I, eight, eight or nine, s- somewhere in there, yeah. And and I remember watching that that TV series faithfully, man. So so I was a huge Flash fan, right? Yeah. And and, and that, so that that Flash, um, I forget his name, but he uh, he that Flash was Barry Allen. And he, yeah. the same guy that played Barry Allen in that show, plays uh, Jay Garrick, who was like, uh, I think it's like gold or silver, silver age Flash. Uh, he mm-hmm. plays Jay mm-hmm. Garrick in the new CW Flash show, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, but but I, I I don't know I don't know what it is about, uh, and I can't I I, I don't know the, the I, I don't remember name. his name. Like I used to, he's in the Fantastic but, Beast movies and like. Uh, but uh, but also in the TV show, and I think don't they have a different character playing Flash in a TV show too? Yeah, Grant Grant Gustin, who but, I but I, I don't really care for the show too much anymore. Yeah, but that's but, what I was. But he say is, is a I good don't, Flash. I don't connect with him. I, see, I didn't connect with him either. I I, I don't know. And again, maybe that's because I, you know, growing up, I, I remember the old Flash, and, and, and I don't know. Um, but uh, as far as Jason Momoa, as far uh, as Aquaman, I felt like that was good casting. I liked it. I remember when the CW tried to do an Aquaman TV show back in the, it seems like it was oh, the yeah. early 2000s. I, I remember that. Man, I liked that show. I thought, I, I was so disappointed when they decided not to do that, because I was a big Smallville fan, too, because... I you know I I watched Smallville from the very first episode uh, and I want to say that it either started in '99 or 2000 I can't I can't remember. Yeah, I can't, but, I can't uh, remember. I, I was never like into like Smallville and all that stuff. But oh man, I I, I looked forward to Smallville like week in week week out. I I really and uh, Lex Luthor in Smallville I I felt like was the best. Uh, I can't remember that actor's name either off the top of my head. But anyway. Uh, I, the point in all of that, you know, before I, I keep just, uh, going into left field here is 
I feel like they have a little bit of work to do, but I think that they have their, you know, they definitely have, they have Superman, they have Wonder Woman, they have Batman, they have Aquaman, uh, they have Cyborg, in my opinion. Uh, they just got a little bit of work left to do. And uh, going going back into that, whoever wrote the original Wonder Woman in that, they've got to get whoever that is. I think it w- I think it might have been Patty Jenkins. Really, Patty Jenkins? If so, and because she I'm did, well, and she also did Wonder Woman 1984. I don't know what happened with 84, man. Um, <sighs> yeah, I think I want to say like Wonder yeah. Woman one um, is so well, good. On. Hang on, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out who. Yeah, look it up real quick. Who wrote because Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman, the first one is so good. The story and the way that they interweave it into World War Two is so good. It's well, just it's just so good. If I remember correctly, uh, wasn't Wonder Woman? Uh, it was it was World War One, wasn't it? Or no, you're right. Yeah, uh, it was World. I can't. War I can't remember. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't seen it like in a long time, so I was. No, I, I, yeah, I just watched it today, so you would think that I would know. It. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Um, actually, oh, Patty Jenkins did not write. Uh, did not write Wonder Woman. It was um, Alan Heinberg, who wrote. Um, I'm trying to see what all he wrote. Um. Pretty much nothing I've seen, but I mean, he wrote a lot of TV, but um, he wrote some Marvel stuff too. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know who wrote. Now I'm gonna look up who wrote Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, uh, so Patty Jenkins, Jeff Johns, and David Callahan wrote uh, um, and I liked yeah, 84. Wrote, wrote 84. Just, Jeff Johns is like so, the COO of, or CCO. So, of DC. So here's the thing. If I would have seen 84 first, I would have liked 84. And I do like 84. But what I'm saying is, but if you see the first one and then you see 84, you're like, wait a second. What just happened? Yeah, a- 84 is kind of a it's kind of a big miss just cuz like it's it's super like it's it's a way different genre than um, it, exactly. So here's the point and, and and that's what I'm saying. So if you look at like Man of Steel you look at Batman v Superman, you know, you get to Justice League as we got it originally, and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's not. It's not up to par. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. But I mean, yeah. hopefully, hopefully it comes out. Uh, hopefully the new Justice League comes out, and it's you know really good for all the fans and all that stuff i i just yeah. and, and i hope i like it i i hope i do um i mean I, it's fun to like movies <laughs> you know yeah, um, yeah. well I, well that's what we do right well and i think i think you know not going into movies like this like with super hype about it um like i did aquaman i went into aquaman with like very little hype um and, Same here, and, and we loved it. I yeah, yeah, it. It, it turned out to be really good, and and I think that a lot of times when you go into something with lower expectations, I mean, sometimes you can go in stuff with high expectations and still be like pleasantly surprised, but when you go into stuff with low lower expectations, and um, you know, sometimes you get extra surprised because it's that good. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So. So I mean, we could go on about that, but there were some other things we want to talk about too. So, uh, so yeah. So what else? What else is there? Yeah. Let, let's talk about. Um, I, I I probably have about like maybe ten minutes, and we can talk about Wandavision, and then uh, I I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, Wandavision totally caught me by surprise. Yeah. Uh, d- so uh, were you wa- keeping up with it week to week or? No, I, w- I I saw oh, the the preview for the fir- very first episode, and I was like, I'm not going to watch this. And um, so it was the I think it was the third episode had aired, and I had a friend who was talking about just how great of a show it was. And then one day I, I happened to scroll through Facebook, and someone mentioned that the show just was going to blow everybody's mind. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then. I was listening to a radio program or a podcast or something. I can't remember where it was, but I, one one afternoon uh, while I was working on some things, 
and they started talking about just how great the and they were to the third episode how great WandaVision was and I was like okay I'm I'm going to give it a shot so I watched the first episode and I was like okay I have no idea what's going on but I mean it's it's not terrible I mean, yeah the, the, funny. the first two episodes are kind of like interesting because they almost provide no context as to what's happening exactly yeah and so I, I yeah and I watched the second episode and the only thing that made me go on after the second episode was because everybody was going on and on and on about the third episode so I went ahead and watched the third episode and that's when you know they had me hooked because I said the writers have done an amazing job with this show and the fact that they set it up the way that they did they kept you in the dark for the first two episodes the way that they did almost made it play along like you were like a almost like an agent with with um sword yourself trying to figure out what in the world was going on i mean which was Interesting. I mean, I, it's something that we've never seen before. Right. Or I can't think of another time that uh, something like that has taken place. So, I mean, it was just it unbelievable. And this last week, I think it was the sixth episode we caught uh, Friday going into the weekend. And uh, I am just, I am taking, you know, my breath was taken away with the the writing, the character development. You know me, I'm real I'm really big on story and what has has really been great is you know me, what I don't like about the Avengers is I felt like the Avengers was so weak when it comes to story. It's it's strong when it comes to explosions and we're just going to throw everybody from every comic book movie ever into one movie for no reason really. And we're gonna have some stones that they're all gonna be fighting for, and the end of the world's gonna come, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, just explosion, explosion, explosion. As far as the way the movie plays out, it's just a big popcorn movie. And I mean, it's 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 a movie. It's that's what happens, right? But um, but I I just felt like it was weak for the the character development. So now, seeing how Wandavision has been laid out, I have been so impressed by the writing. And what Disney has has put together with these characters, and, and I'm 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 hooked. Yeah, I'm, I I was really like uh, impressed with. Uh, I, I like I said, the first two three episodes are, are pretty good. Um, they're kind of uh, they're kind of weaker compared to like episodes four, five, and six, which I I just realized we're getting nine episodes. So uh, I thought we were only getting eight. But uh, after this, uh, basically, as far as I know and, and what I talked about with Rebecca and what kind of I've seen, this is going to lead almost directly into the new um, Multiverse of Madness Doctor Strange movie, in which I think that Wanda might be the, the villain in that movie um, or some kind of antagonistic force. Um, but yeah, and then after this, we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then Loki, and I think if it keeps up the momentum that, you know, WandaVision had, I think it's going to be, those shows are, are going to be really good shows too. And I like that they kept up the quality of the shows. I mean, uh, compared to the movies, they're very similar in quality. They haven't like, you know, have, they don't have TV show effects, you know, they're, I mean, unless like WandaVision is kind of hard to, to make that assessment on just because, um, well, no, I mean, we've had some episodes in the real world where it's not like TV type, you know, some of the effects are, are very TV based because they're parroting a TV show. So like, um, but I think the biggest thing that's kind of rocked the boat on that is, um, you know, as far as like the actual show itself and made it really enjoyable is kind of seeing Wanda in those moments where her illusion is kind of breaking down. And so she casts out Monica Rambeau. Um, and then also when uh, Quicksilver from the X-Men shows up, which uh, I wanted to see kind of what your reaction was to that when it happened. Yeah, when it went, when that first happened, I thought for sure it was going to be Quicksilver. But now I think it's just a recast of her brother. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's Quicksilver. I, I, well, and that's I think it is it is or it's. I, I'm not 
totally sold on whether it's like um it's definitely i think it's definitely quicksilver but i don't know exactly what they're planning on doing going forward as far as like bringing the mcu and the x-men universe together um because quicksilver was still alive at the end of dark phoenix so um but yeah i'm i'm very interested to see because uh, when she drops the illusion it's still Evan Peters as Quicksilver, but he has like the bullet holes and uh, he's dead. So I, I don't know exactly what is going on with that, but uh, no, that was that was very interesting, and I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see him instead of Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was a good Quicksilver. I, I just think everybody kind of has a bias toward Evan Peters Quicksilver because it was so cool to like, you know, and and I think the character was kind of better written and stuff like that so yeah yeah i think it's gonna be interesting for sure i, I mean if they, if they do a crossover like that i mean i i think it'll be neat i mean the x-men is probably you know before the avengers and all that was probably the the biggest um comic book you know i mean of my childhood the X-Men was the biggest comic book character group of all time. Well, and I think even even comics today, like X-Men are still, in my opinion, like as far as like Marvel goes, comics, um, Marvel comics goes, the, you know, those, I think they're bigger than the Avengers right now. They just had a, a series, um, I think it was like House of X, and there was another concurrent series that was running with it. Uh, Powers of X, I think, is is the other one. So, um, mm -hmm. and that was a pretty big series run that came out last year or the year before. I can't remember, but I mean, uh, I think I think that um, X Men might always be like Marvel's big staple as far as comics go, and then obviously the Avengers might be bigger in the movie universe. Yeah, yeah, because because when I was a kid growing up, I mean, yeah, we knew who Iron Man was. Uh, we we knew of these characters, but Saturday morning cartoons was the X Men. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, so and maybe I mean, like I, Spider Man, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, yeah, we did yeah Spider Man a little bit, but it, it was it was the it was the X Men. When I was well, a kid, it was the X Men. Well, yeah, but I re I remember the, watching the comic shops was the X Men. Well, I remember watching like the X Men show, and then there was also like Spider Man and his Fantastic Friends. Yeah, um, yeah. There was a couple other shows. I, I I just I remember going to like there was this period of time where you know it was nothing but baseball cards everywhere you went. It's baseball, 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 and then all of a sudden the paradigm shift took place, and nobody cared about baseball anymore. Nobody cared about the cards or anything, and it was it was nothing but comic books. Yeah. And so you'd go to the comic book shops and all of the cards, all the figures, all of the posters, everything was X-Men. I mean, they had other stuff too, but like all of the big displays. I mean, I, I wish we would have had like cell phones with with uh, cameras and things when I was growing up because there there's something about like even the comic shops today they look nothing like the comic shops did when I was growing up as a kid. There, there was more of a magic because today, uh, you you have more like merchandise available in a comic shop today. Yeah, but you, they I've, had to be more creative back then. Well, and I've I've walked into like comic book shops and like the first thing you're hit with is like merch instead of like actual comics. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean you have to walk to the back. Um, I think there's a few comic shops in Houston. I'm not. I'm not gonna name them, but um, yeah. If you go, if you go in, you're immediately like bombarded with merch and figurines, and not that that's a bad thing, but like, you know, uh, because most people are probably going in there and they've seen like a shift in what you know, uh, you know, the normies want. Um, but y you know, you know, it just hit me. It just hit me. You know where the comic book shops still look like they did when I was a kid? Where? Uh, in in London, you go you go into a comic book shop in London, and it, it's still dedicated to comics. They do still have some merch, but it's more about the comics themselves. So it's it's rolls and rolls of comics, and and they have stuff that you you don't even see 
and a lot of other other stores. And I think I do have a couple pictures. I'll try to text them to you when I, when yeah, I find yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, you should. But but I'd, I'd but like it reminded me. Yeah, it reminded me of that, and and I and I and I loved it when I when I saw it one time because because and and not only not only what made it so cool was it was about the comics, but the people that worked in the shops back then, like the comic shops, they it, they knew about like all the characters. So if you picked up a comic book and you walked up to the front and you said, "Hey, who's this?" They would start telling you. They were like, "Well, you know, five years ago." We didn't see this character emerge, and here's the reason why they emerged, because so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, they would give you this backstory that people just don't know anymore. They, It's like they know the top, like, 20 characters, but they don't know the characters like they did back then. Yeah, and and, and like I said, these same, these same comic book shops in Houston that I, I've gone to, they seem to know their stuff about comics, but I could see that like as an overarching like generalization that yeah, there's probably like, you know, some people that will you know absolutely know their stuff, and then other people that are you know just trying to work there to get a paycheck, and they kind of like yeah. you know the Marvel movies and stuff like that. Yeah, it, and I, and I don't know, I don't know half, I don't know half of this stuff about comic books. You know that, but I love to talk to somebody who does. Yeah, yeah, no, that 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 is. Definitely true, and and I and same here. I don't. I, I know more about the movies than I do about like all the comics. Like I know like yeah, generalized yeah. storylines and like stuff that happened in comics and and stuff like that. But by no means am I like you know the comic book expert. So no, no, and I'm not either. I mean, I, even when it comes to movies, I just like movies. Yeah, and so and so um, the uh, the characters in the movies. We're gonna always talk about that more. But I'm just saying. Just our conversations kind of got my mind going and, yeah. and thinking about some of those types of things. It was just cool. Yeah, no, it, it is cool. Uh, but that being said, I, I do have to get out of here, so I'm going to have to uh, wrap it up uh, for this week. But uh, definitely, uh, you know, like us on our Facebook, um, leave a review uh, on our Facebook or a comment on a post or, or anything like that. Leave us five stars if you haven't already on iTunes or anywhere you find our podcasts. We would greatly appreciate that and leave us a review there too uh before we go do you have anything else to say brandon or uh, yeah we we prefer five star ratings only yeah yeah five star ratings only uh so yeah if you you have something less than that you can always uh send send us a private message on our facebook page and 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 tell us yeah just if you if you have anything (laughs) less than five stars just like put that number of stars on a letter and mail it to us but don't leave it. Don't leave it on the Apple Podcast apps or anything like that. Um, that way we can. Uh, you know what? Just go to my eBay account, seller's account, and just leave the stars there. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna get out of here. Um, hope everybody has a good week, and we will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody.